week in summer school, we learned the ancient practice of hunting for game using a hawk. The art of falconry originated in China and is believed to be at least 4,000 years old. Rob Waite runs the Green Mountain Falconry School in Manchester. He took us on a walk through the woods with a hawk named Monty. Like all trained hawks, Monty wears bells around his ankles so his handler can keep track of his whereabouts. Harris hawks tend to be um, quite vocal as birds of, of prey go. They're also fabulous hunters, so we can practice the sport and we can catch a whole range of prey. I mean, anything from bugs and snakes they'll catch all the way through to things we're actually intending to catch, like pheasant and rabbit. A little bit about how we train them. In short, it's all done with food. So the bird doesn't come back to us because it bonds with us or because it wants to hang out with us. It comes back to get something to eat. So to make sure the bird's got an appetite and therefore a desire to come back to us, what we do is we weigh the bird every day and the weight will actually let us know exactly how hungry the bird is. This is Monty, and uh, he's a male Harris hawk. So, he's going to jump onto your hand, and I'm going to have you make a fist right now with your gloved hand. I put the jessies between your middle fingers, and that means when you grip, it gives you a good hold on them. And he's wants to stand on your thumbs. You need your thumb uppermost, your elbow to your body, your forearm level with the ground, and now he's comfortable. So what we do is we cast the bird, and that means a gentle throw into the wind, because like an aeroplane, they'll get lift. And all I do is grip tightly with, uh, onto the jessies, and I'm gonna step as my left hand goes forwards, sweeps forwards, and releases the jessies right at the end of the throw. I've released him, and just like if he'd chased and missed prey, he's landed close by. And the bird's in a tree now. He's not going to go any further than he has to. And you would now need to get this bird back. And the signal for him to come back is a raised gloved hand. So if you want to raise your hand towards me and make a fist. And by the time he lands, in position is a nice piece of London broil for him. And that's what he knows it means. That raised gloved hand is his guarantee of a reward. Essentially what you're doing is you're, you're having the hawk do what it does in the wild, where it still hunts and then repositions and then still hunts some more. And we're just speeding it up so that there's more flying time and less sitting time. And we start with a short distance and lots and lots of rewards and gradually you reverse that until you can be out for a couple of hours, go for a five mile hike and the bird's going to follow you from tree to tree and fly as far as you're willing to walk. And that's what's been going on now for a couple of thousand years. Oh, that's how it originated. Um, your hawk was really an, an early gun. And when the gun was invented, then it nearly died out because people decided well, it's easier to go hunting with a gun than a hawk. But people kept, kept it up really as a, as a passion. And it became, it became something that you do because of the love of it. That was Rob Wade of the Green Mountain Falconry School in Manchester. VPR's Kathleen Masterson produced our story, and our summer school theme music is by Torpedo Rodeo.